Welcome to Ms. Lyrics Poetry Outlaws, a show about all things poetry. I'm your host, Catherine Owen. Alrighty, Outlaws, we are indeed getting through this alphabet in our Abyssidarian of Poetics. And today is Thursday, so T is for Thursday, and T is also for Torment. Do writers, do artists require it in order to create? Is it just when we're young we need this or we think we do? Is it something that actually ends up destroying your art in the end because it ruins you as a person? These are questions I've pondered my whole writing life. So I'm going to read to you what I wrote about Torment, and then I'm going to end with a poem that is about Torment ending, and it comes from a manuscript called Cowboy Biker Is This a Love Song, poems that were all written for a particular male muse, and as I say at the end of this description of Torment, when you get to the end of a muse and the torment ceases, oftentimes you need to throw away the whole manuscript because somehow you feel that it hasn't transcended yourself, it's not communicating with the world, or you don't even want to re-enter that space, so you just sacrifice it despite the fact that there are good poems in the manuscript because it just represents that unending, at the time, burning uh, sorrowful, exciting, also torment to you. So T is for torment. All you do is sit down at a typewriter and bleed, goes the famous Ernest Hemingway description of creation. There are two kinds of torment for the writer, I say, subject matter and process. I have often appeared to compel the torments of the former subject matter or muses, to have material, but it seems to me life just happens, some of it hurts, and that art is made out of much of it one way or another. So art is made from life, mostly, and so some of it is tormenting. Then there's the torment of process, which also has two parts, the actual writing and the editing stages. I can often compose easily, but there has been much internal wrangling prior. So that might be internal wrangling with the particular poem itself, or it might be uh, the fact that when you open yourself up to writing every day, writing regularly, and you create a channel of yourself, uh, there's all kinds of stuff going on under the surface. So when you write, it seems to come more smoothly in the first draft, of course, than it might if you wrote irregularly. So sometimes, I say, I even find editing simple, but this too is false. Mm -hmm. So nothing simple. Nothing's easy, as I scratch out quite a bit. And then there's the decision to cast away, which I do frequently. I have literally thrown away multiple books. Often a joyous ditching. At the time, it seems that way. You know, that whole blank slate feeling. You're just like, woohoo, I'm starting from scratch again. But sometimes it's an agony of why did I expose myself to those personal torments that have caused so much pain for these poems I am now throwing away. And that pretty much sums up how I felt about Cowboy Bikers. It's a love song which ended up being a manuscript of over 200 poems. I mean, yay, who wants to read 200 poems about a woman obsessed with a man? 
some of those poems are worth reading, uh, maybe 10 or 12 of them, but that's not a manuscript anymore. So I'm just leaving that be and learning from my grave errors. No, I don't think you can actually learn from these things. I think that it's something that if you're open to existence, you will continue to feel torments from time to time and whether they transcend you to become art, that's a whole other story. So I'm going to finish with a poem from that manuscript that's called Why Must It Always End This Way? And that is a line from one of my major poetic mentors, even though I don't really write like him at all, John Ashbery. Why must it always end this way? The death of obsession is a barren, happy land where, looking at you through time's interfering port cochere, there is a jolly despair of feeling mostly nothing. I don't want to crawl towards your majestic hemline nor bury my nose in your magical crevices. And the best part of all is that I don't imagine for an instant you, in fact, will solve anything or that I can ever be whole in your arms again. Of course, a residual sadness happens when, like understanding how a machine works, life has become mostly cogs of stupid attraction, gears of less and less concupiscence and WD-40, and suddenly you know you have stopped relishing that rapture. Then youth ceases its beautiful and tormenting vistas. You've been listening to Miss Lyrics Poetry Outlaws. Stay fierce, word musicians. <laughs>